welcome forward again to the 820 podcast, your host Ming Q. Let's talk about process again. This is really process part two. And again, hopefully it doesn't further bore you on a topic process, but let me at least uh, dive into this a little bit more. So right now I'm talking about this part of process as a, a um, analysis. The process of me-centered as a result or me-centered in the process. Again, are we talking about me-centered as a result of a process or me-centered in the process? And I say that because that introduction might be issued without consideration of what's good first instead of starting with what's wrong. We tend to look for what we want right now and the results from our efforts and positivity. Never mind the creeping in of doubt or non-commitment to that desire. That is something we can talk about later, but those doubts are always on the surface or right underneath that well-intentioned and objective of goodness in this process. So instead of respecting where we are right now and the process that we all are a part of and the part of a process that only we can control individually ourselves, we have to think about how we can apply that thing about loyalty or commitment or integrity to what we do for value and for pleasure. Now, whatever we do, we tend to not be so concerned about the implications or the ramifications of what we do, and that we cannot control. But we tend to think about that. What are the implications of what we do? Even though, even though your intentions may be well thought out, well considered, and measured before it comes out of you as an expression or as an intention, you can't control how it's reacted to. Like right now, I intend to, in my head, in my heart, present to you the value of resilience from the book, from the 500 seconds of resilience in this podcast, but I have no idea if it resonates positively with you or if it confuses you or I lose you in the first two minutes. I don't know that. I don't tend to do that, but that could happen. But I got to think about what I can control in this process. I'm going to prepare, deliver, and publish a message. How you react to it, I have no idea. Yeah, I'd like to meet the millions of you out there one day, but I may only meet one of you and the one person I do meet says, I hate what you're saying on your podcast. You should either stop it or fix it. I don't know. But to be part of this issue or this objective or this vision, even though it might seem as it's bigger than me, I disagree with that. Bigger is a relative term, of course. But 
when related to a me-centered results focus, then that process thing I'm talking about loses its energy. The consideration of process and from where and what I do, it can move me away from the results or the intention and more towards the external verification of why I do what I do. So I'm trying to make sure, even though I am sharing with you a very difficult way to do this effort to present these messages, to share what I can understand of myself, my purpose, I hope it makes sense to you and it goes deeper than just the surface of an entertaining topic. I really want to get to and connect to what is essential and relevant to you. Again, I'm trying to drive towards what's relevant and essential to you, not in your head, in your mind, but to your heart. And to me, the heart is the matter and the heart is of the matter. So if my intention to get to a deeper connection with you and maybe bigger from your perspective, then I, I do agree with that. Something about presenting something in numbers or, or volume, quantity. Numbers can appear as impressive or formidable in a contest or a confrontation. But I think that premise is poorly constructed and defined. Do we need this focus on competition externally to justify this preceded need for external support and without or beyond or outside of the internal, that is within you, your understanding and awareness of the quality connection you apply to your good, bad, or ugly intentions? Maybe numbers can appear to resolve a problem by overwhelming your opposition with waves and volume of force. But even that accomplishment, if that works, is against a transaction, a symptom, symptom, and not the core issue. So the achievement won't be sustainable. It won't endure, it won't be repeatable. And even on top of that, it'd be more costly to us individually and collectively in terms of energy, time, money. The quality of you, yes, you individually and then us collectively, we can apply to the situation. And within you, within the parameters of our awareness, that's something we can control, something we can sustain without the repetition of mindless meetings, emails, or content creation. The quality of me and you in this conversation centers the effort with starting and ending points of positivity. So yes, between these desired points, in quotation marks, we will encounter bumps in the road or on that flight. So listen to and believe in the constant of your heart to carry you through the turbulence. It's going to come up. 
our best intended intentions, we'll receive some resistance. But don't let that be inside of you. It's going to exist outside of you. Let it stay there. This is a process of your quality. I know it's a not an illuminating discussion about resilience, beauty of presence, or applying your focus, your heartbeat, your efforts to the task at hand. But thank you for even considering that notion. And hopefully something in there is something you can take away and apply on your journey and make the flight a little bit easier to sit through. All right. Thanks again. If you require any further clarification or context, please head over to the 820podcast.com. But until I meet you there, please stay safe, stay current, stay present, and remember, it is always 820.